Welcome to the show they don't want you listening to. The show with all your rights and zero handcuffs. So sit back and stand. Grab that chopped cheese while you wait for that six bus. Because let's be real. You know it ain't coming anytime soon. This is The Miranda Project. Welcome to the project. I'm your host, Manny. Happy to be with you. Let's, I mean, let's run right into it. A lot of info. Uh, first, I want to apologize. We didn't get out a few uh, episodes last week. We were doing a couple of things here, as you can see, and I uh, hope you um, like there's still some work to be done, but uh, here we go. Let's get this party started started uh before we do that we want to thank our friends over at creditnerd.com go check them out creditnerd.com understand your credit like a nerd creditnerd.com is a provider of credit reporting and credit monitoring services users get unlimited credit scores and report access and many other features starting at a dollar go to creditnerd.com understand your credit like a nerd thank you credit nerd if you want to let them know that we the project sent you click on the link on our website or in the show notes and let creditnerd.com know that the project sent you thank you very much guys so let's let's i mean jump right into this thing like um i, I was having a conversation with a couple of my friends and one of them sent me an article and I think it was pretty interesting because in the article, the, the person that is talking, he's a comedian and he's talking about the fact that people have to change their acts now. I mean, it's completely different than from when we were growing up, you know, I, I remember, uh, you know, listening to, to Andrew Dice Clay to, to, uh, you know, um, Sam Kinison to Eddie Murphy. I mean, Eddie Murphy raw. I mean, wow. Uh, you know, even some of the Kings of comedy, you know, DL Hughley and, 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 you know, Mr. Family Feud himself, uh, you know, you, you it, it just, I don't think that today people would be able to watch and, or listen to you know, these comedians, it's a completely different game to, to be able to, to go to an audience and watch these guys perform. I think it's completely different. I think it's not, I mean, people, um, I, I don't get it. I mean, I guess it's the whole PC thing. I, I, is that where we are? Is that what it is? Because, you know, I, I think that if, you were sitting in an audience and you were watching Eddie Murphy in his heyday, you would be offended. I mean, today people would be offended. People would be like, Oh no, I, I, I can't. I, I, and they would pick up their phone and, and get on Twitter. And, and, you know, like I like to call them the keyboard warriors and they would, they would start talking about Eddie Murphy and, and, and how horrible he is and how he offended me. Andrew Dice Clay, Sam Kennison. George Carlin, I mean, comedic greats that if you went, I mean, there was no hold bar. And in the, in, in the article, the comedian talks about the fact that they have to change their, they have to change their shtick. That's what they call it, right? They have to change their shtick because it's not the same anymore. People are easily offended. But people, the thing about it is that comedians used to be, you know, they used to live on the line. They used to live on the wire. They used to be able to, 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 you know, walk on that thin line. And I mean, they used to be controversial, but they can't be controversial anymore. I mean, look what happened to Chappelle. I mean, he didn't back down, but look what happened to Chappelle. Look at, look what happened to, oh my God, what's his name? Oh man. He does a lot of movies with The Rock. It'll come to me. It, you know, it's crazy because, you know, Kevin Hart. Look what happened to Kevin Hart. And it, it's, it just boggles my mind the fact that today you have these people, I mean, just society in general that's just so soft. I, I'm sorry. I grew up watching 
Andrew Dice Clay. I grew up watching Murphy. I, I grew up watching D.L. Hughley. I, I, I grew up watch, watching Chris Rock. I, I grew up watching these guys that, that they, I mean, and Car George Carlin and, and, and so on and so forth. And I grew up watching these guys that, I mean, it, it just they 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 were controversial they 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 told the line but they said what was needed to be said they didn't fear the twitter warriors they didn't fear the keyboard warriors telling saying somebody hurt my feelings did people leave the audience being hurt did their feelings get hurt quite possibly but you know what you sucked it up and that was it and you did it and you were and, and you were a better person for it you know why because you laughed your head off i don't rem i don't recall ever watching any of the people that i just mentioned and not laughing my head off even if they said something offensive even if i thought that i took it personal or i took it personal in any way shape or form i laughed it off it was funny but comedy has changed comedy has changed people have to watch out what they say because they don't want to offend a particular group they don't want to uh, offend this person or that person they don't want to offend they, they 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 have to be politically correct they they don't want to uh you know offend or or uh what, what's the the term i'm looking for what's the 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 angle that i'm going with here they they don't they don't want they they, they don't want to affect the establishment they don't want to to affect the narrative you know the narrative is the narrative and a comedian has to stay away from that narrative because if he talks about that narrative then hey cancel culture that those twitter warriors the the the, the keyboard warriors are going to come after you the fact checkers are going to come after you i mean do i have to say Chappelle again do i have to mention joe rogan i mean yeah he is a podcaster but he is a comedian what what happened what happened to comedy that these this comedian is basically and we're going to share the article we're going to put it up on our on our on our um excuse me on our webpage and we're going to share that so that people have the opportunity to look and see what these comedians have to go through now but what happened is this about the pc world and 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 i'm jumping into this is my opinion and and you know for those of you i mean just jumping right into it because we have you know we 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 missed a, a, a few episodes so we we want to definitely uh uh just get right in but this is my opinion what happened what happened to comedy what happened to being able to go to a comedy show and laughing your butt off what happened no matter what it was no matter what was said what, what happened to that that doesn't exist anymore you, you, you have to be able to to have uh, you, you, people don't have thick skin rather it's just it's non-existent you're gonna pick up your phone you, you, you're gonna go and you you, you you have to go in and say oh comedian x he 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 offended me and i have to highlight it on twitter and then you're gonna tag him at uh comedian such and such and you're gonna say you offended me and you said this and then it's gonna become a trending topic and then you're gonna affect that person's money because that's the bottom line that's where comedy is now so this is why people these comedians have to go and change their shtick they have to be a different person i mean for crying out loud can you imagine seinfeld being you know doing his comedic act today can you imagine chris rock doing his comedic act today he, he might get away with some stuff but i mean like i said Chappelle, they almost tried to cancel him what happened to this? What happened? I mean, I I'm serious. What happened? I I I'm going to give you an example. And I love, love, love this guy. I love this guy because he's just so real. He's so raw. But I guarantee you, after listening today to this, I'm going to ask a simple, simple question. 
after listening and watching, listening to our, to our listeners and watching this to our viewers. I'm going to ask you a simple question. And you know, you, you know where I'm going to go with it once you hear this. So please, please, please enjoy. As long as you put up with it. As long as you put up with it. Which means, of course, any time they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing. Germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear it, germ. If, if this was broadcast today, on HBO, Netflix, whatever. Doesn't matter. If this was put out today, I guarantee you, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And I have to say it three times. I'm probably going to throw it another time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in a fourth time. That he would be called an anti-vaxxer. He would be called an anti-masker. He would be called anti-science. All of that. In today's environment, yes or no? Please, anybody, that's the question that I'm asking. Anybody, anybody that feels that they want to answer that question, go to our social media sites, go to our website, answer, answer it, answer this question. Please tell me, yes or no? We, we actually, on our Twitter page, we're going to create a poll. We're going to play, post this video on our Twitter page and we're going to create a poll asking if this video, if that particular video, if that soundbite that you just heard on the podcast, if that was broadcast today in today's environment, in the post, during, uh, somewhere in the middle of, of COVID, who knows, and another variant and, 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 and Omicron finished and Delta, and then there's another one and it's coming and, and, and it's supposed to be worse than, than, than Delta. And if, if this was broadcast today, if this was put out today on, like I said, HBO, Comedy Central, you know, whatever. Uh, Netflix, and they, I know that they, they like to do comedy stuff. Amazon, you know. Would they even, one, would they even put it up? Or two, would they be canceled? That's the question. And we're going to put it up. We're going to put it up on our, on, on our, on, on our social media sites. We're going to create that poll. And, and I'm, I'm curious to see. I am truly, truly curious to see because I truly believe that if George Carlin was alive today and he did this particular skit on whatever television, even while people were there sitting in the audience, I guarantee, like I said, I guarantee that there would be someone calling for his cancellation. There would be someone saying that I was offended. I would, there would be someone saying he's an anti-vaxxer, anti-mask, uh, uh, and, and anti-science. Guaranteed. I, I, I truly, truly guarantee you. Uh, um, I, I truly believe it, rather. I, I truly, truly believe it, that that's the case, that that is what would happen. I, I, you don't see comedy like that anymore. 
And don't get me wrong, people people love to go out and people love to laugh and people love to 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 enjoy stuff like that. And and just a heads up, real quick. I'm sorry. On a side note, a little commercial here. That video was cut. Um, you know, it, it was edited for two reasons. George Carlin has a potty mouth, so this is a family friendly show. So we're not going to, uh, you know, put curses on the <laughs> on the air. And two, for the, um, you know, for the, for, for the sake of time. Uh, but that video was cut for those two reasons. But if you do have the opportunity to watch the whole skit, go to YouTube, watch the whole skit. George, George Carlin on germs. I mean, he lights it up. I love what he says about um, growing up in New York City in the forties and basically swimming in raw sewage and how he was tempered, uh, with the polio scare, never got polio because he was tempered in raw sewage. I mean, you have to watch it in the way that he says it. I know that it's like, I I don't give it any justice. I really don't. I know I don't, I, I don't deliver it the way that he does, but it speaks to the time. It speaks to today. It speaks to the fact that this is where we are today. What if there is a superbug, right? I I ask that all the time. I've asked it to several people. What if there is a superbug? You know, but again, you don't want to be called all those things before like I said an anti-vaxer and anti this and anti that because again, the the what's it called? The um keyboard warriors will be out there, the uh the fact checkers will be out there and they will say X, Y, and Z is out of context and so on and so forth. And, you know, and George Carlin didn't know what he was talking about and blah, blah, blah. Hey, it is what it is. I really do think it's a completely different world. I really do think that people are way too sensitive. I, I, and what George Carlin said there is spot on, spot on. So now I want to move on because, uh, you know, before we in in previous episodes, uh, we had spoken about inflation. We had talked about inflation. We we gave you a raw understanding of inflation for those of you. uh, I, I believe the name of the episode, if you haven't heard it, is have we not learned anything yet uh, where we talk about stagflation? If you don't know what stagflation is. Just put it into Google. Google will give you, uh, what's it called, a, a, a good history on stagflation. If you don't use Google, you can definitely go DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine it is that you use uh, and just put in stagflation and you will get a history on what that means. But we did speak to it a little bit. We gave you a, a little bit of a, a quip of what it means. We didn't want to harp too much because I could have stick. I mean, I could have stuck on stagflation for uh, an hour and 30 minutes, but we, we, we did give you an information on that. Then uh, a few episodes ago, we did speak on the fact that inflation has risen to 7% and now we're looking at 7.5% and we don't see it going down, but we do see that there are measures being taken, but you know, we're not going to talk about those. And, and we did speak of, no, we rather, we did speak about those in previous episodes um, where we spoke about the fact that the, the fed is going to raise the interest rates, but we, we want to keep you informed. We want to let you know about these things because it's going to affect you directly. It's going to affect your wallet. It's going to affect your pocket. It's going to affect your, 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 your bottom line. It's going to affect your home. It's going to affect your kitchen table. You know, these are things that are going to truly affect your kitchen table, even though there are people that tell you that, you know, they have your their your your kitchen table interest at heart. They're they're worried about your kitchen table. We're well, you know, if you know of whom we refer about, you know, then, you know, but we want to, again, address the fact that stagflation occurred and we're headed down that slippery slope. Once again, again, have we not learned anything yet? Again, that was 
the uh, I think that was the title of the episode. Let, let me just check the the, the archive. Um, I, I, I want to make sure that you you get the correct episode so that you can go back if you want to go back and take a listen to that because again it it um it it does talk to inflation and uh i believe the name of the episode yes is uh have we learned nothing yet but we also spoke about it in a previous episode in fried chicken uh and we spoke about inflation there and and Two episodes ago, we spoke about is history repeating itself. So, in it, it, with that in in tow, we want to kind of stick to that, and we want to talk to people. Uh, oh, not talk to, but talk about people that have advice for the incoming inflation. But before we do that, we want to thank our friends over at uh, Instacart. Check out Instacart.com. Go to Instacart.com. I mean, like I said, we we we've spoken about about them before. Great company. Uh, I mean, who's better than you to be able to to have groceries delivered to your door, right? I mean, Instacart is the go-to service for quick and effect. Uh, excuse me, effective grocery delivery. Customers select groceries from our various retailers. We then send out a personal shopper who will do the shopping and deliver to the customer when they are finished. And the customer is you. You go on, you picked, you pick from the grocery stores in your area and you have a shopper go out for you and bring the items directly to your door in approximately an hour. Who is better than you? Check out instacart.com, click on the link on our website, or you can click on the link in the show notes and let Instacart know that the Miranda Project sent you. Thank you, Instacart. So like we said, we were talking about inflation, right? And we were talking about the fact that, that you know, we, we gave the cheap plugs of our previous episodes where we talk about inflation. We kind of go in a little bit more in depth about inflation and, and, and we kind of give you a raw aspect of it and what it might look like or what it look like, what it looks like and how it affects you personally. Um, it, it, you know, we, we try. Hopefully it does explain it. And, you know, there's probably better explanations than the one that we gave you. Uh, but, you know, it, they are there. And if you want to go out there and you want to go and check them out, go right ahead. We, you know, the, the catalog is up on, uh, you know, wherever it is that you do listen to your um, to your podcasts. Unfortunately, it's not on video. We didn't record that. We, we weren't there yet. But you can uh, go to wherever it is that you listen to your podcast and watch uh, and listen to those episodes. But we were talking about inflation. And while we're talking about inflation, we said the fact that there are uh, people that went through it and they want to give you their advice. I found this article in the Wall Street Journal. The title of the article is The Inflation Survivors of the 1980s. Again, stagflation. Look it up. Of the 1980s have some advice for you by Veronica Veronica Dagger. And this is in the Wall Street Journal. And, and I thought that, you know, it, it, it's, it's very informative. I, I, I mean, just little, 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 little ideas. Because you know, this thing is coming. If you haven't felt it already, I mean, I know you felt it already. I know that you've gone to gas up your car and you, your jaw dropped. I know that you've gone to the supermarket and you, you've picked up a gallon of milk and you remember that it was 389 or 329 and now it's like 489. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know that you've gone to the supermarket, like I said, or the grocery store and the normal can uh, of tuna fish has risen 20, 30 cents. And you're like, oh, 20, 30 cents is no, no big deal. But then when it comes to the whole grocery, the whole shop, the, you know, when you fill the cart or you bring it up to the thing and it's like, oh, my God, what happened? I just bought six items and it's $75. How is that possible? It's happened. You know it's happened. And you feel it. That's when you, that's when you feel it. So the, these people that have gone through it, 
they they, they want to share they want to share some advice and i thought it would be nice to just kind of highlight some of these things um so kind of get ready uh we we we're here we uh, um at the project are trying to be or want to be proactive and uh because we have to get ready for it ourselves i mean it's gonna affect all of us and I was talking to a friend of mine and, and I, I said to him, do you have a plan for your mom? You know, she's an older woman with a fixed income. And those are the people that are going to suffer the most. I said, bro, do you have a plan for your mom? He said, no, currently I don't have a plan and I have to think about something. But ultimately, if something does happen, uh, she's going to have to come live with me. That's his plan. And. And you know what? I know, I know him. And that's exactly what he's going to do. If it comes to that, you know, God, God willing, it doesn't God willing. She'll be able to stave off this incoming inflation that we're dealing with. I mean, 7.5% is nothing to sneeze at. And when we're talking about 1980s and we're talking about stagflation, like I said, look it up, please look it up. We were talking about 14%. We're halfway there. We are halfway there. So in the article, like I said, uh, the, the title of the article, and we're going to share it in our, uh, on our website as well. It's The Inflation Survivors of the 1980s Have Some Advice for You by Veronica Dagger. Um, in the article, it, I'm going to read um, some ex ex excerpts from it. The current bout of inflation is a moment of deja vu for people who lived through the price hikes of the early 1980s. Again, look it up, ladies and gentlemen, look it up. U.S. inflation accelerated to a 7.5% annual rate in January, reaching a four-decade high. The Consumer Price Index, which measures the people pay for goods and services, excuse me, what people pay for goods and services, was last month and its highest level since February 1982. When compared with January a year ago, according to the Labor Department. So this is basically what we're facing, right? This is this is right. This is how the article start. Um, you know, it, it's always a good idea to kind of just get an idea of what we're looking at. Uh, and this is what we're looking at. This is this is basically what we're looking at. Right. So here's um, here's a couple of examples of, you know what people some people did and, and i remember one from reading one from the article before i i read this excerpt the, the the guy and i was laughing about this yesterday i went out to 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 lunch uh, after church with some with, with my pastor and we were talking about the fact that uh he knew a guy that would turn his car off while in an incline to save gas. And this is what this guy um, in the article mentioned. He would put his car neutral in order to save gas. So whenever the car was in an incline, he would put the car in neutral so that the car wouldn't consume gas. And that's a way of saving gas. Again, I, you know, don't do this at home type of deal. You know, I, I'm not saying that those guys were trained professionals, but... <laughs> Don't do this stuff at home. Um, and, you know, my pastor was telling me the same thing. He was saying that he, he knew a guy that basically would turn the car off completely on an incline. Let gravity do its work. Gravity was a great accelerator. It was a great, uh, uh, what's it called, motivator and move that car. And when it got to a point, he would turn the car on, put it in drive and go. Like he timed it. That was his way of saving gas. That's what he was doing. And, and I just found it to be, I mean, it's crazy. You hear it and you're like, wait, wait, that's crazy. That's bananas. But no, this is what people were doing. This is what people were doing. In, in the article, the guy, one of the guys that, I mean, the same guy that talks about, you know, while he's in an incline, he says he remembers waking up at 430 in the morning to beat the lines to be able to get gas. We're not there yet. Can we get there yet? I mean, can we get there? Quite possibly. We hope not. We hope and we pray that we don't get there. We, we, you know, but let's be informed. 
You know, we we here at the project since the beginning, since episode one, since wake uh, wake up. If you go back and you listen to wake up, we've always spoken about the fact that history has a nasty habit of repeating itself. I mean, two episodes ago, we talked about that. History has a nasty habit of repeating itself, and we need to be informed. We need to be educated so that we know how to deal with these things. And that's why this is why we're, we're why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, the early 1980s, Don Kelly, to hang on to anything that still works and postpone expenses when possible. Miss Kelly. A Howard University student at the time said money for said money for her family of five was tight. We drove around in the same green station wagon for almost a decade. She said of her family who lived in Laurelton, Queens at the time. Miss Kelly now owns the Nourish Spot Eatery in Jamaica, Queens, and says memories of that time have prepared her for the for the present she's postponing getting new aluminum siding on her home because prices have jumped oh my god have they she paid off her car loan about two years ago but continues to drive a banged up 2014 bmw she resolves she resolves her shoes i mean resoles excuse me she resoles her shoes so she doesn't have to buy new ones I mean, I mean, that's just, that's just habit. That's just, I, I remember, uh, you know, having to go through this. I remember having to deal with this in the 1980s. I remember, and this is what I'm going to do to be able to save. So I, I'm just putting it out there so that people understand that this is what it looks like. You know, let, let's get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready, he, she, she's saying. A another example, right? The views, oh no, excuse me, that's the wrong, <laughs> that's the wrong one. I, I stepped ahead. I, I, I keep doing this, I keep doing this. I, 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 gotta I gotta perfect this. Just give me, give me, give me a bit. Instead of going to the movies or having fast food for dinner, which is what her girls wanted, she would take them strawberry picking and taught them to can berries and other fruits and vegetables. I mean, this is creativity. This is this woman taught um, her children to be creative in this fashion. Uh, it, can it be a lot difficult, a lot different here in the city? I mean, where can you go strawberry picking and so on and so forth? Uh, it's, it really isn't the same, but you know, it's kind of the same in that regard. You know, uh, the people, people have to learn to be creative. You know, they, they, this is, this is what we need to do. We need to learn to be creative because we will have to be creative in some way shape or form i mean things are going to be different and i don't want to be negative and i don't want to be you know oh the sourpuss i mean what, what what's up with manny talking all this nonsense and all this this negativity i mean we uh we can survive this we can survive yeah we can survive it. i'm not saying that we can't survive this that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is let's be prepared this is basically what we're trying to do here let's be prepared i'll give you another example she made knockoff Cabbage Patch Kid dolls instead of buying them, bu buying the then hot. Oh, my God, I remember Cabbage Patch Kids. I, I mean, if you're my age, if you're a kid of the 80s, if you're a kid of the uh, early, early 90s, you remember Cabbage Patch Kids. Big, big time. Those dolls were super popular. Instead of buying the then hot items at the store, Miss Gatkowski would take her children to local thrift stores to purchase baby clothes for the dolls. So she made her own dolls and then she took them to <laughs> thrift stores. Listen, you got to do what you got to do, right? Now 77 and retired 
a, a retired financial planner, Ms. Kaltowski, continues to shop at thrift stores today and said that inflation gives her flashbacks to the 1980s. She recently bought a $5 table. Check that out. A $5 table for her home in Naples, Florida. You can't control inflation, but you can get a little creative to try to lessen its effects, she said. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, again, we, we, we don't want to come off and give you this intimidated or, 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 or try to intimidate you rather, or, or, or we're just trying to be informative. And th this article, I think, is a, a goldmine just because it tells you on how these people survive this and how one on what they did on what on on you know how they were creative in what way they were creative and we need to start thinking outside of the box because these days are coming these days are coming they're they're already here i'm sorry but they are already here 7.5% inflation 7.5% inflation that's big and let's not even talk about what's going on overseas. That's probably going to add to it. And, you know, I mean, news broke and we're trying to do this show, but we don't want to, we don't want to touch that, that button yet. We, we don't, we're trying to hold off on that, but news broke and let's see what happens. But, you know, again, we, we definitely, what we want to do here is just be, um, giving you a warning uh inflation is at 7.5 percent as we mentioned before and people have already gone through this you know history is repeating itself but hopefully there's many of us that have learned from our past mistakes and many of us that will be ready for this and many of us that might listen to the project and say okay how do i go about this how do i become creative not i'm not telling you how to be creative i'm i'm giving you an example of what people did now you need to figure out how you're going to be creative how you're going to be able to stave off this inflation and still be able to raise your family and and take care of your family and do the things that you need to do for your family right and and hopefully you know, we, we, we pointed you in the right direction or, or these, these people in this article pointed you in the right direction, you know? So, you know, let, let, I thank them because it's, I don't remember it fully. I remember the recovery more, you know, I, I, you know, I was coming more of age and I was beginning to understand more in the recovery part of it, but you know, People did a lot of stuff. I mean, I heard about the gas lines. My father told me about those gas lines. I mean, he was a gas jerker back then in Brooklyn, New York. So he, he, I, I've heard the stories. For those of you that don't know what a gas jerker is, I mean, my father came from, from Ecuador and, and he, uh, that was his first job. He was pumping gas in in uh canarsie brooklyn that's what he was doing and eventually that moved on to different different bigger and better better things you know but he told me stories about what that looked like that time frame looked like and the the things that happened in uh that gas station overnight of people trying to I mean, desperation hits, right? Let's just put it that way. So I wanted to move on to our next subject um, or our next segment because, you know, we're still in the midst. Like we said, towards the beginning, in the beginning of the show, we were talking about the fact that, um, you know, we're still kind of uh, post, during, in the midst, somewhere. I don't, you know, in the middle, um, COVID is, um, eh, the, the the people don't know if they're if it's in the beginning if it's in the end there's some states that have already i mean there's some states that just stopped you know 
believing the hype and and the, the and stop delivering the fear porn and all of that stuff when it came to COVID. Um, there are other states that obviously hung on to the mask mandates and all the other mandates and blah blah blah. Uh, you know, New York being one of them. Uh, we're still waiting for Ka- uh, Queen Kathy to let people know if she's still going to remove the um, school the the school mask mandate in the state of New York that was supposed to expire today, but we haven't heard anything. And honestly, I feel that Queen Kathy is going to extend it, even though she knows she doesn't have the power to do so, but she's going to try and she's going to go ahead and do so because she is in court for it, but she is going to go ahead and extend that again my opinion i feel and by queen kathy i mean kathy hochul the uh democratic nominee for governor of new york um even though now i hear through the grapevine that they're trying to push uh former governor pataki to run against a democrat in new york great times while pataki was governor of new york by the way but anyways we're 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 getting ahead of ourselves. Not ahead of ourselves. We're getting we're going somewhere else. We're kind of going left when we need to go right. But before we 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 talk about that, we want to definitely uh, thank our friends over at Belkin, Belkin Belkin.com. I mean, from wireless home networking and entertainment to mobile accessories, energy management, and extensive range of cables. I mean an extensive range of cables belkin products enhances the technology that connects us to the people activities and experiences we love check out belkin.com go to their website i have to go and i have to get a two-in-one uh charger i said it last time and i totally forgot about it i have to go get that thing because i charge my watch my 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 watch in another room and my phone in my you know my nightstand I I need to have them together. I mean, what's the sense, right? Why is one in the other room and my phone is in, you know, my room and on my nightstand? Go to Belkin.com, check, uh, click on the link on our website, click on the link on our show notes and let Belkin know that the project, the Miranda Project sent you. Thank you, Belkin. So again, and and with this segment, this one, you know, with the mask mandates and again listen uh uh to all the i guess fact checkers if there's going to be fact checkers uh listening to the show i i doubt it i'm not that big i'm not nobody that anybody you know is like worried about um but you know i i want to put out a quick disclaimer uh you know i truly feel that if you want to wear your mask wear your mask If you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. If you want to take the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. Last I remember, this was a free country or free-ish or, you know, whatever the overlords allow us to be. And by the overlords, I mean the swamp. Whatever they allow us to be, free-ish. Again, uh, listen to George Carlin. He has a great skit on what's it called i think it's called it's a party and we're not invited or something like that but (laughs) george carlin is awesome i would check that skit out but you know we're, we're still in this whole thing uh mask no mask mask you know they just lifted the mask mandate in businesses in 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 new york i know that like we said before there are other states that have done been done that so on and so forth but you know, I wanted to uh, address something. Uh, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Um, I had I actually slept through it. I had to go to work that night, uh, and I I believe I started at like eleven fifteen that night or whatever. But um, not eleven fifteen, twelve fifteen in the morning. Uh, so I didn't watch the Super Bowl. But something that really hit me on the Super Bowl, and I wanted to share with you and. Uh, uh, I, I just, I, I guess, you know, again, talking about mask mandates and, and, and all of this craziness, I, I, I just wanted to address this. I wanted to talk to this. Um, just check out this video. I, 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 I don't, I, I don't, I'm, I'm lost for words. Just, just, just check it out. Mask on. There you go. Keep it right there. Oh. We're in Hollywood. Who do we got here? We got Jay-Z. 
Simon. to uh, criticism as a public figure. I've been wearing a mask the entire game long. People want a picture, I hold my breath. Police were called on campus. The entire school went into lockdown and all because two students refused to wear a mask. We're here because we got kicked out of class for not wearing a mask and protecting our rights. Um, we came to class with no mask on, they kicked us out, we were sitting outside at the office, and then we got kicked out of the office, and then once we got kicked out of the office, they said to go sit outside by the curb, and that's where we are now. Wear your mask. We have been in quarantine for months, we wear our mask every day. to daily wire uh i got that pulled that video from the daily wire um it, it, that video just upsets me every time i see it uh you see these kids i mean they they try to normalize mask wearing they're they're not trying to normalize it by singing these songs you know what i i dropped my son off the other day at school and it truly, truly upset me because, you know, he doesn't want to wear a mask. He's at a point where he doesn't want to wear it. But what ends up happening is that he has to wear it at school, right? Because, if, you know, Queen Kathy, he still has these mask mandates in New York. And my son doesn't want to wear a mask. But, we, you know, in order to appease him so that, you know, not appease him, appease them, you, you buy him a mask that he likes that he, he won't mind wearing because, you know, it has a nice character, you know, character, character. Minecraft. So we, we, he has a Minecraft mask and he forgot it at school. I mean, excuse me, he forgot it at home. So he got upset because he didn't want to wear the other mask because he hates wearing those masks. And the only reason why he wears the Minecraft mask is because it's Minecraft and he likes Minecraft. But he has to wear this other mask that he hates wearing. And then you see videos of these kids that are so happy to get rid of these masks. But yet you see these politicians, these athletes, these, these artists, singers, celebrating at the Super Bowl while your kid is sitting in a classroom getting indoctrinated. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That's not a good word to use. I, I, I don't want, I don't, I don't want any, any issues. Being told that they have to wear a mask, singing a song, making, making a mask wearing normal. Oh, we wear a mask to school. We wear a mask to school. Really? While the mayor of Los Angeles says he's holding his breath. With a big smile on his face. I'm holding my breath. But my kid has to wear a mask for eight hours. And don't get me wrong, you know, I, I feel bad, you know, for the teachers. Because the teacher, you know, his teacher tells me that, you know, she tries to give them as many mask breaks, breaks as they can, as she can. But she still has to teach a lesson. She still has a curriculum to teach. She can't take as many mask breaks as she would like to. And it makes it hard for her as well because 
These kids are not getting social cues. They don't know when either one of them is upset or she's upset or he's upset or the other one's upset. They don't know how to differentiate because all they see is this. They see their eyes, only their eyes. And some, if they're wearing their mask correctly, don't get me wrong. These kids, you know, they're not wearing it correctly. I mean, come on. Have you picked up your kid? Has he come out with his mask fully on like they want him? I just, it's, it's truly, truly upsetting to see it. I hate to see it because you have people like Charlize Theron and don't get me wrong. I liked, I loved her in monster. Great actress. Loved her in that movie. Oh my God. How she played Eileen Warnos. Great movie. I mean, she went all in. I mean, when you went into Car- you, Charlize, if I know you ain't gonna watch the, or listen to or listen to or watch the project, but if you did, oh man, I gotta commend you because you went fully into character. I mean, you studied her well, but you know, then you go and you tweet out, "Hey, don't be a what's it called mask up," and you're at the Super Bowl and you're talking to people and you ain't wearing no mask, right? We live in two worlds. That's privilege. And everybody else, wear your mask. Steer. We're in steerage. We're in steerage. Hey, who's ever you've you've watched you you've watched Titanic, right? You know, the Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, he as he's you know, they, they, he goes up to the elites and he has to wear a suit and because, you know, um, the the girl, the protagonist, I forgot her name, uh, Kate Winslet, she's, you know, she's from the upper class and they're up at the top and he's down at the bottom in D class or, you know, and, and hey, they're having a great time down there. They're happy. They're on the Titanic. They're on the way to America. I mean, who's better than them, right? I mean, not really. They thought that who was better than them. They're on their way to New York. They're on their way to America. They're on their way to freedom-ish. Hey, at least we're not Canada. Right? I mean, they went total dictator a couple of, well, yesterday, today. But anyways, that's a conversation for another day. But I, I, I just find it to be horrible. At this point, uh, if you want your child to wear a mask, then have them wear a mask. That's your, that's your choice. I'm not saying unmask everybody. That's not what I'm up here saying, preaching or talking about. But give my kid a choice. Let me, my, him, his parent, his mother and I feel that he needs to take the mask off off so that he can learn social cues so so, social engagement because he's not doing it well with that mask on his face there's issues i mean come on seriously that's just my opinion again this is how i feel about it that video enrages me because there's two americas and I love how they always, oh, you know, it's, it's about black and white and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. Please stop believing the hype. Stop believing the hype. Because you didn't only see white elites, artists, and athletes there. Dwayne The Rock Johnson sold his soul. I don't know to whom, but he did. Emmett Smith, I mean, it's the Super Bowl, I, I expect him, but, you know. I mean, and so on and so forth. You saw the video. It just, it truly, truly upsets me. And, uh, you know, sticking on to the, on, on the theme of masks, uh, you know, I, <laughs> you know, and just absurdities when it comes to the mask. Uh, I, I want to talk about our dunce of last week. 
Okay, because we definitely want to keep that going. So we want to talk about the dunce from last week. But before we talk about the dunce from last week, we want to thank our friends over at geekbuying.com. Uh, go over to geekbuying.com. They were founded in 2012 with a mission of creating a platform that truly puts the customer, you, first. Since their inception, they have become one of the leading e-commerce platforms selling a wide range of consumer electronic gadgets i mean check them out they have everything there i mean everything go over to geekbuying.com get yourself an e-bike an e-scooter get yourself a 3d printer get yourself i mean whatever it is whatever gadget it is that you feel that you need to get go check it out go check them out because i guarantee that they have it oh wait don't don't hold me to it don't don't come back at me but go check them out because i mean i've been through the website and it's a beautiful i mean not a beautiful but there's a great amount of things there uh you know i just have to hold off because my wife will kill me if i go you know on there and just start buying stuff willy-nilly so check out geekbuying.com once again that's geekbuying.com click on the link on our website or on the link in our show notes and let geek buying know that the miranda project sent you thank you guys so we're gonna talk about uh the dunce of the week ladies and gentlemen uh Talking to the mask mandates and the craziness and the, you know, I, I, I don't even know at this point, uh, you know, I, I thought we were um, believing in, uh, in science. I thought that science was, you know, important. Um, and I know that for some reason, I don't, I don't know where that message, I, I, I don't know. So I just going to present it because I, I, don't, I don't even want to get lost and I don't even want to get stuck there. Uh, so, but I want to read this first, the views most vocal, and this is from the New York post, the views most vocal co-host is remaining muzzled. Joe Bay, Joy Behar says she is going to wear a face mask in public spaces indefinitely, even after health officials say it is safe to take them off. Off. The liberal commentator, 79, made the claim on the ABC chat show Thursday during a segment discussing how the CDC will likely ease its guidance on mask wearing in the near future. Personally, I listen to the little voice in my head that doesn't really follow 100% what they tell me because they keep changing it, Behar said. But oh, wait, wait, what didn't they tell us? didn't weren't they i'm confused what didn't they tell us to follow the science follow the science follow the science you're anti-science if you don't listen or you don't wear a mask you're anti-science and now joy behar is saying um i'm not gonna listen to them because I have to listen to the little voice in my head and the little voice in my head tells me that they keep changing their stories. So because of that, I'm going to not listen to them. Okay. All right. So then you're anti-science. Is that the case? Again, I, I, I'm just going to leave it right there because, you know, they flip flop, they going back and forth. And I, I just, Listen, Joy Behar laid, you know, this, this lady right here. I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is Joy Behar right here. Joy Behar, congratulations. You have been awarded the TMP dunce of the week. You are our dunce because you just, I mean, you, you flip flop like a pair of cheap sandals you went from i believe the science to i'm just going to listen to myself which i think a lot of people have been trying to do but you've probably been putting them down so for that reason joy behar you are our dunce of the week congratulations now Moving on, we want to congratulate or not congratulate what we want to do is that we want to continue to highlight our um we want to continue highlighting members of the 
Black Community for Black History Month and their accomplishments, or rather, Black accomplishments, right? So we want to talk about this gentleman right here. Uh, if you don't know who he him who he is, please look him up, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela, eight uh, July eighteen. Um, 18 July 1918, 5 December 2013, was a South African anti-apartheid revolutionary, political leader, and philanthropist who served as the first president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999. He was the country's first black head of state and the first elected in a fully representative democratic election. His government, excuse me, his government focused on dismantling the legacy of apartheid by taking institutionalized racism and fostering racial reconciliation ideology ideologically an african nationalist and socialist he served as the president of the african national congress party from 1991 to 1997 now i mean continue uh, this guy um such a great story uh let's celebrate nelson mandela Thank you for what you've done for the for the black community, for the people of South Africa, for the black people in South Africa, uh, having to deal with apartheid. I mean, you, your your work is not only heard and and seen in um, in South Africa, but it was heard around the world. So thank you, Nelson Mandela. Excuse me, Nelson Mandela. With that being said, we thank um, all of the people that we've uh, so far that we have highlighted on uh, the Black History Month, and we will continue doing so. Uh, thank you once again for joining us on the project. Uh, check us out on our Facebook page, on our Twitter. Don't forget, we're going to be putting that poll up on our Twitter page. Uh, continue to look out for um, us on Facebook, like we mentioned, and uh, listen to us on our pad, uh, wherever it is that you listen to our podcast. Uh, check us out on Rumble. Do me a favor. I don't ask much, but if you do like the show, if you do like the uh, the the show, uh, the video show or the video podcast, give us a follow, give us a follow. Uh, it, it would be awesome to see, uh, you know, us get a follow from you. If you do enjoy what you see, thank you once again. Uh, and as we always say, if you're not into politics, don't worry, don't worry. Cause politics is into you. God bless you all. Thank you. And have a great one. See you soon.